Welcome to Primal Learning. Are you a parent who struggles to motivate your child? Are you a teacher who would like some tips on how to manage student behaviour? Are you a school leader trying to determine the best way to support your staff? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Damien Barry, and this is a podcast that explores four broad areas which I believe are important, or at least of interest to many people, and these are learning, schools, education, and teaching. In this podcast, my goal is to debunk myths, provide helpful advice, explore the difficult topics, critique the burning issues, and debate the latest trends. I will look at what works, what doesn't, what annoys and what confounds for parents, students, teachers, and those who'd simply like to understand a bit more about the world of learning and schooling in general. So let's get into it. Welcome to episode one. As this is the very first episode of Primal Learning, I'm going to start by introducing myself. And then, since it is early in the school year, I thought that I'd start by exploring the skills our kids need to survive and thrive, both now and into the future. As part of this, I'll touch upon what schools can do to assist children, parents, families and teachers. So, who is Damien Barry, and why does he think he's some sort of expert when it comes to education? Well, I am no expert, and I don't have all the answers, but after almost 25 years of teaching, I'd like to think that I do have some insights, and maybe a few hard-earned tips that I'm happy to share if it makes life a little easier for others. I'm currently a school principal. I oversee six campuses, four in my home state of Queensland, and two in another state of Australia, Tasmania. I am very fortunate to work with and learn from many fabulous teachers, colleagues, parents and students. I work for a global education organisation with 30 plus campuses across Australia and over 130 campuses globally. In later episodes, I will share a little bit more about this organisation, who I believe are doing some truly amazing things in the world of education, in schools, teaching, you name it. In many respects, we are reimagining how we teach and how we learn, how to harness technology to facilitate powerful learning environments, and how to build a strong, vibrant school community. I'm very close to the completion of my doctorate in education. The focus of my study has been around teacher evaluation. I chose this topic because the single most important in-school factor that affects student outcomes is teacher quality. And one of the most effective ways to improve teacher quality is to provide meaningful feedback, mentoring and coaching around their performance. This is where teacher evaluation mechanisms or tools come into play. However, through my research, I have found that it's not the mechanism or the tool or the process or the procedure that really matters. Rather, it's the relationship between the teacher and their supervisor or their line manager and the level of trust that they've already developed, the level of trust within the culture of the school that really matters. Again, this is another topic for another episode. I'm also passionate about the education of boys. I was fortunate to be awarded a Churchill Fellowship a few years back where I travelled the world to research programs around effective boys' education initiatives, rites of passage and boys-to-men style programs. The things I was witness to whilst on this trip and the places of learning in, in Kenya and Washington, San Diego and Cape Town is also a podcast in itself. Prior to my current role, I was a deputy headmaster I've been a head of middle school, I've been a head of department, I've taught in public and independent schools across Queensland, 
I've taught in co-educational schools, all boys, all girls schools, with a focus predominantly on the secondary years, grades 6 through to grade 12. My initial teaching areas were health and physical education, biology and history. I've since taught business, junior science, geography and dance. I've even had a very short stint where I taught German. Very poorly, I might add. Schools and teaching are all I know. You could say that I'm institutionalised, but I love it. I love teaching. I love kids. I love the hum of a school day, sporting events, school musicals. I consider myself very lucky with my chosen career path. I have four children on my own, ranging in age from 15 to 5. I live in Brisbane, Australia with my children and my wife, Gina. Finally, I am increasingly interested in teacher well-being. Whilst teaching can be very rewarding, it can also be very demanding. If we look after our teachers, we look after our kids. Furthermore, if we look after our teachers, we make the profession more attractive to the next batch of Year 12 graduates who are thinking about career paths. We need compassionate, energetic, bright, funny, innovative, balanced people in front of our kids every day. So, enough about me. Let me touch upon the skills our kids need to thrive in a world that they will continue to live and work within for several decades to come. You may have heard of the following phrases, 21st century skills, or lifelong learning skills, or independent learning skills. There's a whole bunch of these little titles floating around. They usually include skills or capabilities or desired characteristics such as the ability to collaborate, Effective communication skills, problem-solving skills, the ability to be innovative, creative, the ability to evaluate information and to do something meaningful with it. So what does all this really mean? They are all noble goals, but how do we really achieve this in the classroom? How do we achieve this in what can be a fairly rigid school day? And how can we achieve this when we still have an assessment-heavy Year 11 and 12 system, in Australia at least, of teach, assess, report, repeat? In a nutshell, it means that content and our ability to memorise this content and then reproduce it in some form is less important than our ability to take information and use it in ways to solve problems or our ability to contribute to a team in a way that adds value. Content can be accessed quickly through a device. However, creativity, innovation, entrepreneurialism, empathy, they require a whole lot more. And so the question still remains, how do we teach these skills to our children? Plus, I'll add three more skills to the mix. Curiosity, persistence and grit or resilience. I believe these three character traits are not emphasised enough. In my experience, these three qualities are what separate success from failure. Curiosity, persistence and grit. So let's break down the three broad areas of schooling in Australia as a start, many of which will have similarities in other parts of the world, I'm sure. So we have the primary years, which are generally considered to be prep or kindy through to year six. Sometimes these primary years of schooling are also split in half from the early years being kindy or prep through to year two and then grades three to six. We have the middle years of schooling, which is generally considered to be grades 7 to 10. And then we have the senior years of schooling, which is also generally considered to be grades 11 and 12. I think that many primary teachers have been teaching these lifelong learning skills, or otherwise known as 21st century skills, for quite some time already. Spend a bit of time in any primary classroom and you'll see all of these attributes in action. Teamwork, curiosity, sharing, ability grouping, you name it. 
It's in the middle years where these approaches to teaching and learning can disappear. And it's not due to any lack of desire on behalf of the teachers. The very structure of the school day with five or six lessons, each 50 to 60 minutes in length, and the need to pump content into their heads has inherent constraints and restrictions. It becomes a case of welcome, mark the roll, give the intro, deliver the content, round off the lesson, and then off to the next lesson to hit repeat. Lesson after lesson, day after day, week after week. It becomes even more structured and prescriptive in the senior years. Every subject will have either an 800 to 1,000 word assignment, essay or report. There will be a few exams, maybe an oral presentation and some practical presentations or creations. Very little group work or sharing since each student is now in a competition with their peers for jobs and or university placements. So the pressure's on. So again, back to that question. How do we teach the skills of problem solving, empathy, teamwork, etc, etc? We do say with high quality teachers, teachers who have the creativity to develop learning experiences that break the shackles. We do say with educational leaders and managers who give those teachers the permission, the space, the resources to try these novel approaches, to try new things, to free them up from administrivia. We do so by embedding approaches such as project learning, inquiry learning, ability rather than year-level grouping, and authentic assessments and authentic learning. We do it through cultivating strong partnerships with parents and with the local community. We do it by allowing students to present their work in different ways, by allowing them to showcase their knowledge in different ways. And finally, we do it by creating different spaces for learning, both physical spaces, virtual spaces, and times for learning. I could go on and on. There are schools and teachers who are doing all of these things and more. In future podcasts, I'll feature these schools, these teachers and school leaders. That's all I have for you this week. It's been a big topic to bite off. Thank you for listening to my very first podcast. Next week, I'll explore the role of parents and how best mums and dads can support their child from prep through to year 12. I hope you've enjoyed this week's topic. This podcast has been recorded and produced at the Brisbane Podcasting Centre. Before we go, don't forget to click on the subscribe button for this podcast wherever you listen and give it a rating. You can find me on social media such as Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram or contact me via email at dbarry1913 at gmail.com. You can even leave a suggestion for a future topic if you wish. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. I'll have another episode in two weeks. I'm Damien Barry. Thanks for listening to Primal Learning.